When we are born, we are swaddled and snuggled, whispered too fussed over, tickled and cuddled. When we grow up, things get muddled, and here it is Christmas time. Will you stop by for a piece of delicious peach pie while I tell you my Yuletide wishes? You can help me do the dishes, cause here it is Christmas time. Hey everyone and welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are three brothers and a dad and uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things here. Mostly uh, Andor just wrapped up this last week so we're going to give our series, uh, our season one final review and also um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special which uh, released a couple days ago so it should be fun. Uh, But before we get started my name is Ben. I'm Sam. Mike. I'm the dad. So I was making earlier, so I use this app called Letterboxd. I've mentioned it before, uh, and this is not always really Disney-related, but I was I, I thought I would make a list of all the Christmas movies that I thought that were like the top ones just so I had an easy way to reference it each year and have them all, so it took me a couple minutes, but I just added them in here. So I'm going to read them off. These are my favorite Christmas movies and I think most of our family, but if I missed any, I'm hoping you guys can help me add a couple here. But Ready? All right, here we go. Home Alone, Polar Express, Home Alone 2, Scrooge the Musical, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, White Christmas, The Christmas Carol Muppets, uh, or Muppets Christmas Carol, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Eloise at Christmas Time, The Grinch from 2018, which is the animated one, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, Klaus, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original, which we watched tonight, um, A Charlie Brown Christmas, which we also watched tonight, uh, Frosty the Snowman, Arthur's Christmas, 8-Bit Christmas, Christmas of the Cranks, The Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3, A Year Without a Santa Claus, A Christmas Story, Twas the Night Before Christmas, A Christmas Carol, a Christmas Carol, a couple different ones, just so I had them in there. Um, Christmas Chronicles, Miracle on 34th Street, both of them, The Small World, Little Drummer Boy, Elf, and It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I think that's a pretty I'm actually going to have to leave the podcast and start watching those because I'm not going to have enough time to finish them all. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Thank you, Arthur Christmas. Uh, yeah, I said that one. Yep. Or maybe I skipped over you it, did? but I thought I said it, yeah. I have it on the list, oh. but maybe I missed it. So yeah, that's yeah. a good list. I think that's, you missed those it. are all great uh, Christmas movies everyone should Eminata watch. Eminata or Jug Band Christmas. I probably won't add that one, even <laughs> though I know it's... We just finished the, one of the greatest, Home Sweet Home Alone. I'm kidding, that's... I'll probably not be adding not that as one. Good as the first time. I wasn't like but every will, movie I can ever think of. But Nestor, and this the long-eared a, donkey. You mentioned a couple other of the shorts like Rudolph, because Rudolph's not that long. I mean, it's only, what, 30 minutes, 35 maybe? Maybe it's a little um, longer than that. But you you should, it's a wonderful life. It's not very long. Yeah, it's on there. It was my last one I put on there. But I was going to say, the small one is one of my favorite. It's yeah. not like hugely Christmas, but it's, it's I on think, there. I mean, that's for us, there. it's a lot more of a important yeah. message. So that's, and the music's really good, and it's really beautiful animation. For what it is, so yeah, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. <laughs> That's which, which was actually referenced in the thing we're going to be talking about. No. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I'll definitely well, mention right. that here in a little bit. Um, uh, but anyone watched anything? I don't know. Really, not much has been added other than the stuff that we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, there was a uh, Mickey Saves Christmas short. Did you see that, Sam? Yep. Did you click it. on it. Yeah, it's um, kind of interesting that it was stop motion like mickey mouse basically christmas oh. special i oh. must not have seen that one then so what'd you see i saw maybe i saw i must have seen the thanksgiving one or the halloween yeah. one the pumpkin one. Oh yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, but no, it's just mm-hmm. it just was released today on Disney Plus. It was <laughs> a special for Disney Channel and Disney Channel Junior or whatever. Um, but it was yeah, it was like a stop. I mean, I thought it, I mean from the title, I'm like, oh, this looks high quality animation. And then we clicked on it, and we didn't realize it was stop motion, but it's legit <laughs> stop motion. Um, so it felt pretty oh. Christmassy. It wasn't like I don't think it'll be an every year Christmas short like some of the other ones, but it was kind of a fun, unique style. Um, the music was actually pretty decent, but it was like 20 minutes long. Is it new but, for this year? Yep. It was released just, yeah, it was released like three days ago on Disney Channel, I think. And then they put it on Disney Plus today. But I thought it was kind of an interesting uh, channel for them to go down stop motion for Mickey Mouse. All right. Um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, uh, we'll maybe have more to say once, you know, like after uh, some of these other things wrap up here. But uh, we should just go ahead and get into our main two uh, topics here. So Andor, Star Wars Andor, uh, wrapped up episode 12 this last week. Uh, has everyone watched it? Dad, did you get to finish it? I didn't watch the last the okay. last episode. Yeah, That's okay. okay. I'll just listen to you guys. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, uh, Sam, what would you say you feel like, you know, overall for the season? And uh, did you like the last couple episodes? Yeah, I really liked the last couple, actually. Um, honestly, I thought it was pretty strong all the way through. I feel like it had pretty um, separate chapters almost. I felt like the beginning was pretty distinct. And then the middle part, you know, when he kind of goes to the prison and then the end, we're all felt very separate um you know like in the beginning i remember when we first started watching it we talked about like all the flashbacks and stuff and whether they would or wouldn't be in the rest of it and they kind of disappear after that um yeah and then they leave the entire outside world almost for the middle half um and then i thought the finale was really fun and it felt i think it felt um relatively realistic um not super like corny or anything mm-hmm. like the final battle in this um like the stormtroopers are actually kind of scary and like when they're shooting people yeah. they're like the people get like thrown backwards it's not just like a singe hole and they just drop you know it's it feels pretty intense um yeah i think they did a good job overall yeah ike you want to add anything there Oh, I mean, that was, yeah, that sums it up pretty well. I mean, I will definitely say I was overall really happy. Um, and this was one of the ones I was most looking forward to just because it sounded something that they could do different stuff with and kind of go away from the typical Star Wars content that we've been getting for the past few years. And I felt like it was a really good breath of fresh air. I mean, I've kind of summed it up as in the Mandalorian to me is still more fun. It's more fun Star Wars. But this, I thought, was up there with... I mean, at least entertainment and then uh, quality wise, I thought it would surpass Mandalorian in most ways um, and definitely surpassed all the other Star Wars shows we've gotten, really. Um, so I definitely felt like it was a really strong Star Wars show. I mean, some people, you know, thought it was boring, which I mean, some of the episodes were slower, but like still, even in those slower m- moments and episodes, the dialogue was still amazing. The world building and the character development was fantastic. I mean, the characters in the show made it for me for sure. I mean, I mean, just the scale of it was awesome. I mean, and they've, they didn't use any of the volume, which they use in all the other star Wars shows. So it felt, I thought even larger. I mean, it looks like Mandalorian season three could feel that same kind of scale wise, but just like when they're on, uh, 
Narkina five or whatever, like the prison planet, you know, the water planet and stuff like just all those scenes and sets are amazing. Um, and Ferrix even like it's mind blowing to me, like watching the Ferrix episodes whenever it's, you know, in the background, like it goes for so far. And a lot of those are all practical sets, which is just amazing to me how much work they put into the show to make it feel real and grounded, which I really appreciate it feeling like it would in the actual universe, you know, if it existed kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I thought all the yeah. characters were great. Makes me like Cassian a lot more for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Um, it, I think it's the writing was fantastic. The directing was really, really good. I think it felt like it was, uh, probably the best thing I think they've like put out on Disney plus other than maybe like WandaVision, but it just felt super well done. Um, I've just, I felt like the standouts yeah. from it were acting, especially, uh, uh, Mon Mothma's char- character and who the whoever the actress was for that, I thought she was incredible. I thought um, I thought Luthen, uh, who the actor for that, he did an incredible job. But really, all of them, even all the secondary people like the ISF or whatever it is, people ISB, uh, yeah. ISB, all the uh, officers and stuff within that, I thought were really good. I thought. Um, you know, even I didn't love some of the rebels. I thought they were some of the weakest, especially the girl, the ladies who did it. There's like a couple of them. I thought they were a little bit overly dramatic, but, um, but again, Mothma was incredible or Mon Mothma. And then also even her husband and, um, the guys she's works with, I thought were really good. Um, I would say the beginning was my least favorite, honestly. Now looking back, like I didn't really love the, the heist stuff, I thought it felt really a lot different. I didn't love the like green rural as much. I thought it was really cool to see all the cities in this in Star Wars, like the you know Coruscant and all the big buildings, and it felt super sci-fi y. And uh, the music was really good in those scenes, especially too. Um, so that was when I really kicked in, especially once you get into the jail scenes, which we've mentioned before. I think it just is really, really good. Um, and I actually really like the message overall, actually, in the end. Like, um, you know, because obviously you talk about the re- rebellion and stuff, but you don't often get to see how bad the empire really, like what oppression really looks like. And especially like with China and all that kind of stuff, I think it was really good that they basically just said like, you know, oppression they say uh what do they say they say something like oppression or control or something like that is is the language of fear or something like that you know like it it really has a really strong message a message against all that in the last couple i think that's super cool um and actually it was like one of the only ones that i've actually watched and felt like that was actually really inspiring like kind of felt like a little you know there was some lines that felt not like lord of the rings but you know kind of those like very aspirational, uh, inspirational. And I really liked that. So, and yeah, well, I didn't really like such a perfect picture of the rebellion and like their motivation. Like they've never really shown us the exact motivation of it. I mean, they have loosely, I mean, but like they really put it, I mean, they, and stuff they, helps. <laughs> I know. I mean, they've told us, you know, and you see it, but like, you never, like you're never in those inner areas of where they were, you know, rebelling for the first time, which I think is really important to see how they kind of begin, yeah. which I thought was cool. And I always have liked that, and they do this in Black Adam too, but that, because it is, you know, they've kind of said it's all you need is a spark to, you know, start the rebellion, you know, the flame. And that's true, and that, and I don't think they did a great job in some of the other ones, but this one, you actually kind of feel like when when the uh, when Andor's mom is like, fight, you know, and, she, and I don't love her voice and stuff for it. I thought it was a little long, her speech, but the, the message of it is, 
you know, all it takes is a couple people to start going and then everyone else can, you know, uh, you will follow sometimes in a, in a scenario yeah. where it is really oppressive like that. So I thought all that was super well done and really cool. Well, I think uh, it also balances out too, because it feels like there are like smart people behind the rebellion as well, mm-hmm. trying to get it going. And like, like Luthen and, um, on Mothma where they're like, they're using their yeah. resources and making connections and, uh, having people infiltrate the government kind of thing. And, um, yeah, it feels like how a rebellion would actually start versus just a group of people like gathering in the square. Grab your weapons. Yeah. You need both of those, but I think they did a good balance of that. Yeah. I also think in in contrast to like, uh, Obi-Wan at like the, the, I can't even remember the lady's name in it, the villain though. Mm-hmm. Um, the ISB agent in this is really, really well yeah, done versus totally. somebody like that. I mean, she just, she feels like a real person. She feels dogmatic and like she's right, super intense in her job and is going to, she actually feels scary because she feels competent. She doesn't just right. feel like mm-hmm. somebody who's so right. bent on revenge that can't even see straight. And it's um, not like she's just better than everyone because she's just better. I mean, she puts a ton of legwork in. Like, she's sometimes wrong. She doesn't always succeed. Like, you know, yep. I mean, she's just a normal normal person, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Um, yeah, I thought all those scenes were really good. The only person I thought was a little bit weak was the one former officer guy. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I thought like he was kind of pointless, too, but... Uh, I don't know. He just seemed a little overly dramatic at some points. Like his looks were just so intense that he was like cereal. Yeah. Kind of just felt a little weird, but cereal eating his cereal half the show. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, (laughs) he, I mean, I thought he was a really good actor and like, I loved his art, but then they didn't really end up. He doesn't really do anything at the end. I know. I mean, I I guess this is going to be a season two, I guess. I mean, I thought he was going to either kind of turn at the end or just be so dark at the end where he's like, he loses his life trying to get Andor kind of thing to re- redeem his name kind of thing. But I guess, I mean, it feels like they kind of set him up to be uh, kind of go to the rebel side, maybe in season two. Cause like how he's just kind of in the city, you know, he I just don't know. Saved the bad. I, know. I, I think he's going to go even no harder. Way. Before into yeah. It. He's going to be like maybe. her second hand, but he didn't at the very end though. He didn't like, he never struck me as like this, this dark person. Like they never really showed no, him do anything I dark. They're showing that's, him become the that's truth. That's the point. Like he worships yeah, the he empire. Will, yeah. He's not like pure evil. Like, Darth Vader or any, you know, Darth Sidious. He's just mm-hmm. a peon doing his job and wants to do it well. And yeah. but he wants the control. He wants the yeah. you know the order, and he yeah. thinks that. But he's also like his officer friend or whatever. I mean, he looked like he was debating it too. Like, what are we doing here? Kind of thing. Like where he's just sitting in their streets, yeah. you know, just drinking at the end. Like I, I mean, could that's see not him changing. Yeah, but I not really probably again. see him again. But maybe. That'll be interesting uh, to see what they do with him and uh, Dedra or whatever. It'll be interesting to see where they go. But yeah, but it's cool because they also just announced too that production is beginning for the second season, mm-hmm. like right now. So it's definitely uh, feels like it'll tie pretty directly into season two, which is good. I also like the length. I thought it felt like a TV show length. Like this is a good example. Like it felt like this was mm-hmm. built for a TV show. It didn't feel like a movie cut up or stretched out it didn't feel like a, just a tiny little nugget it felt like okay that made sense like there was a you know one arc two arc three you know final kind of climax and it, it made more sense to me uh and it was it also was length than, it, or it, this length it didn't promise more than it delivered 
it wasn't like this is about the emperor and like there's mm-hmm. gonna be some huge plot and like whatever. We're just following Andor along on his journey to the rebellion kind of thing. Right. You know, they haven't done the thing in a lot of shows where they show something that you think is gonna be important and then like you get to the end of the series and you're like, Whatever happened to that? Mm-hmm. Everything tied up pretty well for the most part. I guess except for maybe like his sister. Yeah, although that was just kind of the <laughs> That is what she is supposed to be moving. Huh? That is supposed to be his sister. No, we never we see a sister. Oh, sister is, it's yeah. just the thing that pushes yeah. everything to start, basically. Right. And maybe that was the only purpose of it. But, um, yeah, I, it didn't feel like they ever led you along to believe, like, oh, we're going to go do this with it, and then they don't ever do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, so overall, I mean, I would put it up there. I mean, I think Mandalorian is more fun in terms of action. I think this is better in terms of maybe acting and writing or whatever, but... Uh, so I'd put it right up there with uh, mm-hmm. one of the either season and well ahead of the other ones. Um, and I honestly might even like it more than some of the movies and stuff. You know, well, probably oh, definitely yeah. more than some of them, but it's up there for me for Star Wars. But yeah, it's just of yeah, those first few episodes could have been a little shorter. I think it would have been a lot more solid in a lot of people's minds. But I, I mean, I still think it's awesome. But and again, Luthen. I mean, we didn't really talk too much about him, yeah. but he was fantastic. I mean, like he was. Not only so cool, but just he felt powerful, no, you know, knowledgeable and wise, and it just he was a really cool character to see. His a lot speech of in the last time, one, which, I think, was yeah, my yeah. favorite part. His almost spaceship. His they ship need to make a few more epic. of those. Yeah. yeah, like good grief. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, he was. I mean, that whole scene where yeah, he destroyed the dish. That was so cool. Yeah, it felt bit. a little overpowered. Like <laughs> he's he got like, a, he's got resources, man. He's got deep pockets. I don't know. I know, but you've never seen impressive. like. Why wouldn't every fighter have those laser things on? Like he just tore them to shreds. It wasn't a laser. I it was like metal could... things or something. No, no he's no. saying that red lasers the that beams. He like shot out two beams. Oh yeah, does yeah a that twist was and Kills them all. Yeah, that's cool. And you're like, like, you'd have those, to be perfectly like, in line with you though. I mean, yeah, do it to a star destroyer. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, I'm sure it's limited power. It probably has to charge up. It's like those laser tanks in the Clone Wars show, or which is kind of cool. But honestly, I don't know. It just it felt like a little bit like it came out of nowhere, and you're like, yeah. wow, this ship's insane. I think yeah, that was uh, awesome. Saw is a little overrated. I just do not really. I mean, he's fine, but I don't really love his voice. I don't really love the way he talks. Like, I don't know. I'm just not like, oh, he's so awesome. Like, yeah, I don't love his character. But I feel but like he's a fan he favorite, in, but I, I don't really care cool. about him. But it's like, let's go see the insane guy again. Were they yeah. saying who was the guy that they were gonna let get killed? We never saw him. That wasn't the yeah, officer guy, was it? Because I thought the the one the the black officer that she goes against, you know. They said his name was Krieger or something like that. The one she goes against, like the one who's always like trying to foil her at the beginning. No, that's I, that was an imperial guy. I know, but they called him Krieger, I thought, or something like that. I don't. And think it was it's really the close the names, and I was like, yeah. "Whoa, that's that not supposed to be." Him I think or it was basically it? just another rebel. Yeah, like right. That's what I thought. Kind of like then at the end, I thought I was like, just, "That's kind of weird that they brought that up," and it sounded like it was the same name. So I don't think so, but yeah. Uh, but the other thing yeah. that was released on Friday was the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Dad, you watched this last night and uh, or holiday special. Uh, and Sam, did you go see it too? Yep. Nice. Yep. What'd you think, Dad? Uh, you know, I was expecting more. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, I mean, it was obvious that they put a lot of time into it and a lot of money into it. I mean, 
I don't know how they do the sets. I don't know if they're CG. I don't know if they're. I will touch on that. Um, <laughs> he was the, he was there, um, but I don't know. It, 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 I mean, I get the idea of cute little thing going on, and maybe it was kind of cute, but it kind of didn't do much for me. I probably will. I it won't be one of those that I watch like yeah. prep and landing, or we just finished up. Um, hawkeye again and you know that that felt it was really fun christmasy and it was just a fun thing to watch this will not be one that i think oh that's really christmasy even though it had lots of lights and probably more lights than any show on the planet um than a hallmark does um but it just didn't i i don't know i didn't think it was as great as i did it really have christmas music barely only the songs that they, they had kind of modern were, versions yeah. of modern it had, bell, and, it had bells in the background of yeah. some of the songs and stuff to I make thought it that was like a little comical when they're like they're like oh yeah we just picked up these earth instruments today and at the end of the song he's like we've only been playing those for a day yeah and he's just like <laughs> the only thing i thought was cool was the guy's arm that went <laughs> yeah that was super funny <laughs> and that was the best That's part the of the whole movie and even the chris pratt thing i'm like is he a robot is that even him you know he just seemed like like yeah, someone said, that. hey, could you come in and do this movie? And he's like, hi, ah, do I have to? And yeah. okay, do I have to have any words? I don't want any words. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, because yeah, like, so I I mean, Guardians is one of the, Guardians 1 is probably me and my wife's most watched Marvel movie. Like we watched it the most just because it's fun and it's hilarious. Um, and it's just super rewatchable in my opinion. And Guardians 2 isn't nearly as rewatchable and it's not as good, but it's still a fun movie. And so we were really looking, I was really looking forward to this and I thought it was going to, hopefully I, what I wanted out of it is to feel like one of the movies basically, but Christmas themed. Um, and I felt like the main thing was just like the dialogue just felt like the script or something was not nearly as polished as the movies, like the humor. And then, and I mean, I just felt like, I mean, it did not feel like the guardians that we know. I mean, I mean, I think Drax was fine. Maybe and romantic, I guess was probably better than even than Drax. Um, but I don't know. I just didn't. To me, it didn't feel like the Guardians movies. Which I mean, I mean, I I thought that, that. Yeah. You what? I mean, it definitely didn't feel like one of the movies. Uh, yeah. But I don't which, really think they were going for it to feel like no. Guardians. And I didn't think the characters. I mean, even like Mantis or whatever. I mean, she was like she was always before. Thought, she was like sleep. But she literally man. never even talked. Like, like we didn't know anything about her. That's what I thought was hilarious. I thought that was good. Because she she's funny. super but, nothing in any of the other ones. I mean, you don't even the whole hear thing, anything from her. Yeah. I mean, she talks some in a second, but not she's not ever a main character. But I kept thinking the whole time while watching, I'm like, is this just like super low budget? It felt like they just pulled everyone together on and filmed the whole thing in like a day kind of thing. Okay. And I, I looked it up. to the movie, it is. I know. And I, yeah. Right, and I have to remember that. But I looked it up, and they said, even James Gunn had said in an interview, he was like, oh, we were, he's like, we had to make sure we stayed within the budget and stuff. And he's like, the only reason we were able to do the whole thing is basically because they filmed during Guardians Volume 3. Um, and he's like, the sets were only a thing because we had all already built these million-dollar sets, which he said all this in his interview. He's like, he's like, the only reason we had this because the million-dollar sets we had for the Nowhere Skull or whatever in uh, Guardians three or whatever um but it definitely felt like they took all this stuff down and decorated with lights real quick um i mean the sets were cool at the end but that was really the only thing that felt pretty serious i don't know but i don't know even the cameras like it just i mean i don't know but i mean 
Well, I actually liked it. I mean, I didn't have any, I didn't think about it much. I mean, but I did say it took me a bit to get into it. Initially, I was like, this feels really stilted and really uh, forced, but then I kind of accepted it, like what for what it was. Like I, I kind of, I think I got wrapped my head around, like okay, this is just gonna be cheesy, and is just a special kind of like, you know, kind of like again, like Thor with, you know, Dwayne or whatever the guy's name is, you know. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I thought, I don't know. It was stupid, but you know, it's I fun, thought Mantis but... is pretty funny. I laughed a bunch. Like I, I thought there was yeah. a lot of funny moments where just super silly like when they keep making the actor joke you know towards the end like you know or when she he's like we hate you kevin bacon you know or stuff like that and all that just i thought that was super funny um again parts of it were just super weird or like when i didn't get how mantis was like can you do you think you could throw and then he just like throws her over the the gate but then a second later she's jumping like 100 (laughs) feet you know 20 feet in the air so i'm like why did she need to be thrown but um, that was definitely the funniest when she was chasing him like a yeah it was like lizard uh, or something in the hallway a demon from some horror movie I can't remember which one but uh, I did yeah. feel like Quill is just feels really stiff and not very like he was super loose and funny in the older ones but now he that he does weird. seem a lot ser- more serious lately but um I don't know I thought it was pretty funny uh, what do you think Sam definitely- yeah I thought it was funny I didn't I mean I think kind of on the same page where it's not like anything insane it's not like something i'll watch every year to dad's point but it was entertaining and um yeah i mean i i did laugh at it uh yeah i I mean i just i don't feel like there's a whole lot to it there's not a lot of substance or anything um and maybe that's the part where it doesn't it didn't feel super christmasy is like the heart stuff part of it didn't feel like warm, fuzzy, like Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. you know? Um, Cause like home alone, like it's hysterical, but when it kind of goes into like the John Williams music, you're like, yeah, this is Christmas. You know, I don't think this really ever had that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it necessarily needs it for what it was, but I think they could have maybe added something a little bit more like that. Well, I didn't think um, like the Yondu part and the, I'm your sister was, you know, it just didn't like, I mean, again, it just felt, I thought the, I I mean, when, when uh, Chris Pratt walks into the, sees all the lights, he puts his hands to his head, like, yeah. Wow. Wow. You know, and it just felt like, I don't know. It just just didn't have any any emotional reason. I didn't think, you know, uh, which maybe there are other I was just thinking about while you guys were talking are there other like good uh, shorts that are made of a of a Christmas uh, movie or uh, a, a Star movie Wars that they holiday do special <laughs> I can't think yeah. which one was that is that Lego <laughs> no we haven't I don't think you've seen, seen it sorry it's uh, ever. No, it's like the Ewok adventure or whatever you know, oh yeah Chewbacca's yeah. whatever race. Oh my word, I cannot think of what it is. Yeah, a Wookiee. Oh my word, I cannot think of what he was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and I think I mean, I'll like it a lot more the second time. I just had really high expectations. Like I love the Guardians, and it did not to me. It did not feel like what they should have felt yeah. like. But and that's fine. Maybe it would have felt better if it was funnier. I didn't. I mean, I only laughed a few times, which I mean, I think that's what their strong suit is. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think it would have been better if they had had more like familiar Christmas music and then 
it would have started with a Christmas feel earlier on in the thing. So then instead of just at the very end, it kind of felt Christmassy. But what were you going to say, Sam? I was just random note. Was it, did anybody else think it was weird that Nebula gave uh, Rocket Bucky's arm? That was yeah, I didn't like, that. like, what the heck is this? <laughs> he said he was going to get it. I really like Nebula, honestly. Yeah. Like, I really didn't like her in the past, but this last couple, like, I, I thought she was hilarious in Thor Love and Thunder. Like, when he's like, oh, I can't remember exactly, but he says something like kind, nice to her, and she just screams at him like super loud because she's just so angry all the time, you know. But it's super funny. Um, I yeah, but, said, I feel like that kind of detracts from a movie too. Uh, and I, I know they have to put him in some, but sometimes it feels like they do these little, you know, not cameos or these little where they're like trying to bring in the. It, the person without paying him very much. So like sometimes, you know, like in a, uh, I think of like the Tinkerbell movies, you know, Terrence or whatever his name is. Yeah. We only see him walking by in the background and Tinkerbell waves at him or, you know, Tinkerbell's sister who now is never in anything else, except that we see a wave out there. Hi, Periwinkle, you know? Yeah. And it feels mm. like, I don't know. It feels cheapens it or something i don't know yeah i, I don't like did that. anybody else feel like groot was like a guy in a costume oh, yeah I I that's just gotta be surely he's not gonna look like that in volume three there's no way like that's just to save I mean, money i bet there's I bet they can, no way they confirmed he's 100 percent cg james gunn I know, said that I mean, on twitter i think he was he was 100 like, percent cg he said there was no actual <laughs> costume in this i think oh, the wow. reason I mean, I it looked but... like that was because his head was so big mm-hmm. yeah yeah, they also said he is not the same group like he grew separately so he's Groot, that's but he's fair. not the same group so he won't look exactly like the original Groot did yeah that's so funny but huh that's interesting yeah, yeah that makes know. sense yeah bizarre <laughs> but i mean i could have sworn like i saw like his like, i thought neck his voice stuff, was a little like, different looked I mean, like that the way he, he is yeah his lines just weren't the same but yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know i mean you know, again, the Kevin fun. Bacon like stuff stuff's weird, but I think it was kind of funny. And I thought he was the uh, best part. Kevin Bacon. I also really like Kurt. I really liked him. Uh, that's what I think of him as from Gilmore Girls, but Yondu yeah, he's now the leader, whatever. James uh, Gunn's brother. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just arrow. hysterical. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have that thing mounted in his head before, did he? No, yeah. No, no. it was Guardians 2. He got yeah, that. I think I like him. I mean, he's kind of feel story funny. Show, but he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, he just seems to, yeah, yeah. like hilarious. Yeah. I don't really know how to work this thing yet, but yeah, yeah. I was thinking a nice hat maybe. <laughs> it makes yeah. all the other girls go, "Ooh, that's nice." <laughs> <laughs> that's who does. Yeah. So uh, as we're closing down the time, what else are you gonna watch? Uh, like Disney Plus. What other ones would you like to watch before? I mean, we're only here in November the twenty eighth, but I just feel like it, it goes so fast. I mean, well, those Santa I mean, Claus movies. I don't and Home Alone's. I don't know if they really have any major i mean we've talked about last year we went through all of the best uh disney christmas yeah, but like movies, you, will you watch prep and landing I, yep no, we watched those watched already that. all three of them those are good oh, yeah i love those, those. they're so well done your I kids think. would like them probably yeah. i want to make them. i want to make the super sled i think that'd be super fun uh-huh super you should 2000 or whatever it is uh-huh and we should like review one magic christmas i love that one and i just i mean it's just a good family one um it's got the best santa claus ever um and giddy and the angel it's just, he's just really good 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good family. Yeah, uh, also, mm, like obviously, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, um, put a pen in it. That's on there, but yeah, uh, yeah. And, and Miracle on Thirty Fourth. I forgot that they have that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. cool that they. I feel like Noel is one Santa of those. Just so forgettable. Ernest Saves Christmas is on there. Hmm. There's one. Is there a a movie? Or there's actually, I think, two movies that are. I kind of think they're like Jingle All the Way. Every time I see them. Mm-hmm. They they look like they're from that era. Do you remember what they are? There is a jingle all the way. Uh, two. Two, yeah. But Larry the Cable there? Guy. Cable Guy. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's what bizarre. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, it has I a I watched the first. Kind of I watched Jingle All the Way the other day for the first time. It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol's on there as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a yeah, Christmas Eve kind of movie usually. Mm-hmm. There's a, a Star Wars. Amazing, that movie. Star Wars Lego Star Wars holiday special. So you know there are some other ones like that. Mm-hmm. It's um, not very good. <laughs> I'm guessing. No, that's what we could talk about. Those, like, uh, I know that uh, Cal likes the Phineas and Ferb Christmas yeah, ones. We've ta- I think mm. we've and then, oh, the uh, Ice Age Christmas short is on there. That's a really fun one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's really solid, honestly. And then the Madagascar one. That's not on there, but <laughs> no, um, clearly not. Unless Bob yeah. Iger ba- buys that as right. well. It's already been sold like four times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well, now it's, well it's actually interesting because I think 20th Century originally distributed a lot of the DreamWorks movies. I think like the original How to Train Your Dragon hmm. was a 20th Century Fox. All right. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Up until uh-huh. probably like kind of the Turbo era, I think was it was all 20th Century, I believe. Hmm. Hmm. So. They must not have gotten the rights to those when they came on, but yeah. hmm. I don't right. know how that works. Well, let's call it there, I think. I think that's a good place to stop, and uh, we'll come back. I think we'll be back next week, as usual, uh, for another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney+. Plus. Enjoy this Christmas season, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>